1: And as ever, on a Tuesday, it's time for us to catch up with what's happening in the Middle East with our Middle East correspondent, Ron Ross, who joins us on the phone now. Ron, good morning. Good morning to you, Alan. So, Easter is over for us. There have been Easter celebrations in Jerusalem. tourist numbers down a bit this year?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. It was the shopkeepers, some of the shopkeepers I know in the old city, uh, commented that the tourist numbers were down. Uh, nevertheless, there were huge crowds on Good Friday and Easter Sunday, and we always considered that to be a great witness to our Jewish friends. Uh, they packed the, the churches, and uh, it, it was a great time had by all, and the celebrations were very joyful.
1: Because they get, get the double hit, because uh, then the Orthodox Easter comes around a bit later on, doesn't it? They're in May. So uh, t- two, two bites of that particular cherry.
2: Yeah, I'll never forget the sight of about four hundred Japanese Christians marching down the middle of Jerusalem, and and popping into every shop and and blessing everybody. It was quite a sight.
1: <laughs> that that would be a real witness, wouldn't it?
2: Oh yeah. Uh,
1: On a more serious note, the the bombing in Pakistan over the weekend, um, the the perpetrators say they were targeting Christians, but many Muslim people were also killed in in that bombing.
2: There were three times more Muslims killed than Christians. Uh, At the moment, the estimate is about 70 people were killed uh, and over 300 people were injured. I've just been watching a report this morning where the uh, leaders in the country say that they'll find uh, the perpetrators, uh, but they can't really get the police to respond with any great enthusiasm. Uh, But I I would uh, suggest that if they want to defend Muslim life as well as Christian life, uh, some action needs to be taken. It's very sad to see the targeting of Christians taking place at the moment around the world, and really the silence from the White House, Uh, that seems not to want to declare the genocide on Christians particularly.
1: Of course, there was uh, the the terrible bombing in in Brussels. Um, That achieved worldwide media coverage, but this has had nowhere near the same amount of coverage, has it?
2: No, that's why I wanted to talk about it this morning, and there's another one that's not getting much publicity either. 30 people died at a soccer pitch in Baghdad, and the suicide bomber blew himself up during the prize presentation and the mayor of the city was killed in the process. Uh, they were just handling the trophies to the winners, a, a, a witness said. The village is about 40 kilometres south of the capital city and the mayor, Ahmed Shaka, was among the dead. Uh, a tragic event, uh, once again targeting crowds and
1: uh, we, we really live in a different world. Yeah. Which brings us on to our next topic, a warning issued threatening Jewish children at schools in Turkey.
2: Yeah, this warning's only recently been issued and it's from ISIS and they're saying that they're going to murder Jewish children in Turkey and they're targeting kindergartens and schools and youth centres sometime very soon. Information on what intelligence officials are describing as an imminent attack was obtained from six operatives from the caliphate who were arrested in the southern city of Gaziantep over the weekend. The most likely target, they say, is Istanbul's synagogue, which also has a community centre and a school attached to it, so you can imagine they're on very high alert
1: it it just seems that there there are so many things like this going on at the moment and and the, the middle east is is once again at, at the center of it
2: yeah and i've uh, posted to my blog ronrossblog.com uh, a couple of days ago an article which i headlined revolution jesus loves every jihadist and as i meditated over it and thought through it i thought back to the time when jesus said to his disciples love your enemies and when we think of the jihadism and the tragedy taking place around the world uh, we could ask ourselves how could gentle jesus meek and mild talk about such a a bloody event Uh, first of all we've got to accept the fact that Jesus came here to be a revolutionary. He came to confront the spiraling disaster of a fallen world, and he knew a great deal about uh, violence. Uh, Jesus was crucified as a traitor. He was charged with the crime of sedition. They hung the sign, Kings of Jews, over his head because the Romans were threatened by his popularity. And remember from the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. He verbalized his attitude towards brutality. And all the disciples bar John died violent deaths. Jesus said to them, I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Uh, And he told them that they would be going out and they would be flogged. Uh, You'll be flogged in the synagogues, he told them. And so my plea, I've been getting reactions from all over the world from this particular article. Uh, is that we need to be praying for those people who are brainwashed by jihadism, they're passionate to kill, they're raised in a sea of hate. And I can remember speaking to one in Jerusalem years ago, and there was an explosion when he heard the words, love your enemies, and as he burst into tears in my arms, he said, all I've ever been taught is hate. And uh, we were never allowed to release his name for fear of the fact that he would be killed. But he was shocked to his bootstraps to know that there was a God of love. And I think we need to be intercessors, we need to pray, and particularly into the area where jihadism has become an indoctrination. There's a suburb in Brussels, Brussels called Molenbeek. And right now the mothers in Molenbeek A gathering with a group of concerned parents praying for their children who have been sucked into jihadist war. Uh, One of them said that we pray for our boys because our children are buying one-way tickets to their graves. Those mothers are grieving, and our hearts are breaking, and as we pray and intercede, our hearts weep that they will be found by the Lord Jesus Christ. They will find their salvation and walk away from lives of destruction.
1: Amen to that. Ron, thanks so much for your insight, as ever. We'll look forward to talking to you at the same time next week. Thank you, Ron. Before you go, thanks for listening.
0: There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.